Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does that extra hour of sleep actually do anyone any good? It's just one night. The secret to getting a great night's sleep every night is the Gel Flex Grid. And only Purple has it. That's what makes Purple mattresses soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and instantly respond to movement. Plus, it's 80% air, so you won't sleep too hot or too cold. Now that you know the secret to a great night's sleep, take advantage of this limited-time offer. Get a free set of sheets and two pillows with the purchase of select mattresses at purple.com slash sleepwell. Terms apply. That time you got home from a week of double shifts... And your dog didn't recognize you. Let's go. Hey, hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. Do you want a treat? You want a treat? Oh. You knew it was time for something new. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, you can find jobs with the work-life balance and salary you want. Plus, build a resume and apply to multiple jobs in just one click. Start your search at CareerBuilder.com. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm. But even then, he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq. Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 of pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810.
Welcome to FUBAR, One Nation Under Foo. I am your host, the wacky, the willful, the wainscotted, the Foo, and we are coming to you live on this waggish Monday night from FUBAR Studios, right here on KLRN Radio. And with me, as always, is the only Amish guy who lives vicariously through himself, Ordy Packard. Ordy, how are you? <laughs> she really went with the whole uh, W on that alliteration thing. That was, I uh, did. That was, yeah. It was like a challenge because when I was a kid and I had a stutter, it was always W's. So I was like, either I'm going to be completely successful or totally screw this up. So let's go. <laughs> it's we got even odds. Let's roll those dice. <laughs> let's see how it goes. Screw it. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you ever listen to uh, Je- Jeff's show on Sunday nights, um, uh, he he really trips over habitable sometimes, so it's kind of, yeah it's fun. <laughs> well yeah, W's are terrible for me, and it's like the only stutter I have anymore left is the W, and yeah, it's not good if it happens. So I'm like, well, let's just see. It's live radio. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> does, you, does your eye bleed like when Biden stutters too, or is that just? You know that used to really tick me off. That whole rumor that he has this great stutter because you know he's so old he can't keep up with what he's saying. So they would rather say he has a speech impediment that never existed until he ran for president. But yes, it would make my eye twitch a lot that you know he has <laughs> having suffered from one for so long and having still. I still have issues with it when I get really angry. So um, I'm just, yeah, I get so mad. I just can't even speak. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I just learned to use the F word as a comma. Yeah. When I get see, that angry. Luckily, no F words cause me any issues. So fuck is really easy for me. <laughs> works out really well. So. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. You know, foo bar, fuck. It all works out great. So how are you? I am. Well, well, I was great until like three days ago when my governor decided that, Oh, he was just kidding. He's not going to open the state up on June 15th because of reasons. Now that makes us one of two states in the entire country that everybody has to be masked up indoors and out. Yeah, you know, even in Virginia, we're kind of pointing and laughing now because everything is basically open. Not that Northam has dropped our state of emergency, um, but basically you can go anywhere, as many people as you want, no mask. Yeah, it's like our Virginia Beach was chaotic over memorial day weekend so we are pretty much back to normal here so i part of me well, feels really badly for what you're going through but part of me is just relieved i'm not going through it anymore <laughs> well, we were the we were the first to lock down so it only makes sense that we're the last and also mm. the hilariousness of it is like just the absolute petulance of it is i will not be giving up my emergency powers well, and that's kind of what I worry about happening here uh, is because, you know, Northern really has liked being in charge. And he knows even with in Virginia where we're pretty blue that the legislative body has said, you're not doing this shit ever again. So once those orders are gone, his power really is gone. Uh, so I worry that he's going to pull some bullshit. But he has said multiple times now that he will not be extending it. So um, we'll just see if he actually falls through. Plus, you know, we have uh, an election coming up for governor in the state of Virginia. Northam cannot run again. In the state of Virginia, you can only run one term at a time. So we have the Democratic primary for governor here tomorrow. And there are a bunch of socialist assholes who want to be governor here who are in the primary tomorrow. Uh, Terry McAuliffe, of course, is the leader. He was governor before Northam, and, you know, they've kind of been tag-teaming each other. So, um, Yeah, Terry McAuliffe, the, the, the guy who uh, misappropriated with uh, two different unions – funds and uh yeah heavily tied into the clinton machine yeah he is he is big government big federal government and he goes back to the arkansas days to the uh dean drug cartel and he's really bad big trouble and of course he's trying really hard we have glenn youngkin who's running as republican here who is actually pretty badass i mean he's very amicable and easy to get along with and he is very conservative but he's not a, a abrasive conservative he's very human and you know, whatever uh but he's trying really hard to tie youngkin to trump uh today he was trying to sell us that trump had handpicked glenn youngkin which is not true um but what's really funny is trump donated tens of thousands of dollars to mcauliffe years ago they've played golf together they've partied together so every time he brings up trump i'm like hey here's you partying with trump you know here's a picture so tomorrow's gonna be interesting there, I think there are four or five of them. There's a literal socialist running for the, for the Democratic nod here. So it's going to be an interesting day in Virginia. So, But yeah, I'm, my point is, sidetrack, is I don't think 
that Northam will do anything because he wants the state open so Democrats can start running. You know, that they want to have their campaign, and if our state is fucked up, no Democrat's going to win in November. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, that's what we're doing here. Long yeah, fun. and it's kind of funny is it is with all the bribing that Gavin is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know with the vaccine lottery and the giving everybody just a stealth six hundred dollars that they all had snuck into their bank accounts that anybody you know who paid taxes in the state yeah. got. And you know, he's doing all this bribery thing, and then on the other hand, he just has this tantrum of petulance that, oh, so that didn't work in getting you guys against a recall. Well, fuck you, I'm not opening. I'm going to punish you because you're not doing what I want you to do. Yeah. Right. And, you know, we've seen a lot of that behavior from, you know, black man here, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good been man. Good. Coon man, black man, black face yeah. man. We call him all kinds of things here <laughs> that I won't repeat because I don't get in trouble. But yeah, we're. That's how we get letters. That's how we get lots of letters. Usually it's you with the whole letter thing. Usually I'm not the one who gets in trouble. Oh. Although I did get okay. in trouble on Friday. You did. You got I a little. Did. You got a little uh, uh, stint in Ordy World. Well, you know what? I was getting suspended before you even knew what you were tweeting about years ago. Thank you very much. So, no. This was Foo World, and they had my cell still open for me. So, yeah, they stuck my ass in it on Friday. Because I dared point out that Fauci, one of his emails was between him and Zuckerberg. Yes, the Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook. And they were talking about trying to stop the spread of misinformation. So, uh, all I said that got me in trouble, this is true, was if you were wondering why Facebook was punishing you for questioning COVID or Fauci's reaction or the vaccine, here you go. And then I said, and if this doesn't make you want to throw up, nothing will. Basically, you know, nothing, not even a curse word, man. I didn't not do even anything. Ca- didn't call anybody toots or anything. No, I didn't say toots or pansy. I didn't someone go fuck themselves. I did nothing. And they put me in lockout for 12 hours. 12 and hours. you know what was weird, too, is that you got an extra special 12 hours. Because usually the 12-hour lockout is fairly meaningless. It just means people who don't follow you can't see you. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. And you tweet. couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't. Uh, you can only DM. You couldn't tweet, like, retweet. Nothing. Couldn't post pictures or no. gifts. No. Yeah, that's usually the week long. Ask yep. me how I know. Lockout. Hey, I know and- how that works. Thank you very much. But yeah, um, this was this was a weird lockout. This was um, this was one. On, I mean, like, I got in trouble in February, or January. I can't remember when I told Billy Baldwin to go blow himself. Okay, I can kind of see where you might think this was something I shouldn't have said to Billy Baldwin. Okay, fine. But just pointing out that these two emails were literally them conspiring to hurt people on social media to keep you from talking about things they don't want you to talk about got me in trouble for talking about something they don't want me to talk about. So it was it was just it was actually really scary. And then the next Irony. day they suspended Dr. Naomi Naomi Wolf as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she, if you don't know Dr. Naomi Wolf, I can't say her name. There you go. I jinxed myself. Um, but anyway. You got the W's, uh, but Naomi. No, I can't say girl. Naomi. Uh, Dr. Wolf, thank you, uh, has had questions about the vaccine. She has been very outspoken about the issues that younger women are having with it. Um, she has really pushed back on the idea of lockdown. And from what I understand, she read a speech from an Oregon senator about the vaccine or the COVID lockdowns or something along those lines, and whatever it was, was finally enough for her to get suspended. She wasn't just locked. She's lost her account. So that happened the day after I got locked down for just talking about these two emails. So there's definitely a concerted effort out there right now to shut you down if you're saying things they don't want you to talk about. And let's be honest, they've been doing this forever. But that it's about COVID and the vaccine and Fauci. This is some spooky shit in my See, opinion. Now, here's the thing. It, you know, flying under the radar, somebody else who has been suspended is Dashboard Chick. Mm. Um, Rebecca Jones. I have her in my Rebecca notes. Jones. Yes. So she got suspended too, and she's saying it's because she was spamming because she posted the same article fifty times. Five minutes. But yeah, what I think now. This is just. Hang on. Let me adjust my tinfoil hat here. Okay. Let me get mine. Go ahead. She is not helping the case any. She is by her constant tweeting, fucking the narrative. Well, she's an idiot. So. Okay. Well, and she's a she's. Shit, she's a fucking moron. Yeah. But um, so I think that it was actually to shut her up and slow her down. 
Oh, I agree. There's no way they were trying to, to hurt her because they want her out there talking about DeSantis and how they were trying to manipulate data, which she has said was a lie. But then she said she didn't lie. And she's lied so much she doesn't know what the truth is anymore. Uh, she did try to sneak back on after her suspension. It was like Rebel Geo, and they caught her, and they already suspended her. Cause well, she, and, now, and here's the thing. You can't that's, evade suspension. So. That's where she has actually fucked herself now completely. Yes. Yep. Because they probably would have just given her a day or two to slow down and shut up. But mm-hmm. now that she did that whole circumventing a suspension thing, yep. they can't do anything to her. Oh, I mean, it's not like Twitter's ever really cared about no. looking like a hypocrite. Mm-mm. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, she, yeah she, she made it worse. As with everything she does, she made it worse. Well, While we're talking about Twitter, did you see Jacket booed at the uh, Bitcoin convention this last weekend? Yeah, I saw he got booed. Um, but the other thing, one really quick about Rebecca is they're also saying that she has purchased a good many followers. Yeah, so yeah. she's got four hundred and twenty-five thousand or something followers. Uh, people are saying that she's bought a large bulk of those followers and that she's utilizing accounts, uh, socks to feed and report and to um, help her propagate her stories. And I mean, it'd be really hard to post a story fifty times in five minutes. Right. I mean, even if you're really good at it, and I am, I, that would be tough for me. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yes, no, no, I heard, no, no, I heard no, no. Jack but, I mean, but No, let's speak to that point again real quick, too, in that, mm. I mean, with the, you, you can always tell, like, Patrick Tomlinson. He's my favorite one to pick on because I actually ruined his Italian vacation once. Oh. Um, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> I'm black. But, so. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, I... I will be again too. That's, that's the one thing about how, you know, the good thing about having new accounts over and over again is all these people get to reblock me. It isn't fair to them, but it's hilarious to me. Yeah. So, so Patrick Tomlinson, he, um, at, the way I ruined his Italian vacation once was by pointing out that he is a blue check with tens of thousands of followers and he couldn't get the engagements that a Amish satire account got. So this really stuck in his craw because and then that's yeah. you know that's an obvious you know you're buying are you suggesting I'm buying my followers? Yes, Pat, I am. So he's the sci-fi writer, right? Is right. That him? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. uh, people don't know him, which they probably don't who are listening. He is a sci-fi author who leans very much to the left and gets very fussy when you talk to him, like he's not important. So I have. A he's like that. Who's that one? Air quote comedian. God, there's so many who are really not comedians anymore. I no, don't the know. One, the, one, the one that um, whenever you guys talk about him on uh, Twitchy, he's like sucking on his finger. Sucking on his – oh, anyway. God. Uh, he also played football. Yeah. Uh, Michael Ian Black? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he actually played football. But, yeah, Michael Shit. Ian Black. Him. Yeah, he's another one of those that's like – He has a ring. Oh, oh, my God, you're so cringe. It just, you know <laughs> – he blocked me too. This is great fun. Who else are we talking about tonight? You know, what he blocked, you know why he blocked me was years ago, uh, we were talking about civics, and I told him he should take a, a lesson in civics or something. And he got really mad because he thought he knew what civics meant. And I explained to him he didn't. He got even more angry. I offered to send him a free book on <laughs> civics for dummies, and he blocked me. So, yeah, I have a, I have. You're bringing up all kinds of people who hate me. This is a lot of fun. Who else should we talk about who hates me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, it's not all about you. These people hate me, too. Uh-uh. It's a family thing. <laughs> Let's talk about Montel Williams. He hates me the most. Oh, Ooh, I get to go after his lawyer again since I'm back. Actually, nice. no. He hasn't. I haven't. I've been really good. I have a, and I have long history pissing off Montel. So um, he called me a prostitute. It's, it's a whole thing. But, um, yeah, I have been really well behaved. I have left him alone because every time I even look at him, I get in trouble and I have to have a long conversation about his attorney or his manager, what the hell he is. So, yeah. See, I'm a ray of sunshine. You can you tell everyone loves me. That's why I am where I am. Yes, I'm sweet and loving and adoring, and yeah, that's me. Yes. Right. So you had a list. You said you mentioned. It's oh, it. okay. So, we, oh, getting back. So yeah, Jack got booed at uh, yeah, the ahead. Bitcoin Jack convention, and yeah, he it was a. Uh, he was talking about his new um, social media that he's building. Blue sky that's on the blockchain, and it'll be completely open and democratic, and you can't censor. And most of the crowd chanted, "You're a liar." <laughs> so, because <laughs> he is a it, liar. And th- this is when he was bitching about uh, Nigeria blocking mm. Twitter. Isn't that funny? That's like yeah. karma 
banging him right upside the head right there. Irony. You know, oh, we believe in a free and open internet. Oh, really? Do you, Jack? I don't think you do. <laughs> do you? Do you? Come on. Do you, though? Come on. No, you don't. So, yeah, okay. They're probably going to get blocked. In, they're probably going to get shut down in India, too, but that's a whole other story. So. Yeah. yeah, we've actually covered a bit of that on CyberChill. So. Look at you. Oh, are you guys live tonight with CyberChill? Uh, absolutely. Well, look at you. Back in the saddle. That's great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Did you so guys... You say, what's that? Brad was on with you last week, right? Yes, he was, because you were out doing your 1% shit. <laughs> That's right. It's like, did you guys? It's, look how I'm so terrible. I'm like, were you really on? I can't remember what Monday yes. from now. Yes, Brad and I were on last week. We did fine. Well, it kind of smelled funny in here, so I figured. Yes, that's it's a little weird. It's, it's like Brad. Bourbon, bourbon cigars and regret, yes. Yeah, I smell a lot of regret. Okay. No, I actually do have a list. Um, one of the big things I wanted to talk about was this woman, uh, Sarah Kelly. I'm sorry, the Sarah the Kelly. The Sarah Kelly. Yeah, well, I'm the foo, so I really shouldn't make fun of that. But anyway, the Sarah Kelly um, talked about that um, if you are anti-fatness and that you do not find fat people attractive, that's anti-fatness apparently, um, that is perpetuating white supremacy. So is losing weight. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> no, it, it, that was part of her argument. You know, losing weight. Yes, that's great for your friend who you're congratulating about. But what about the other fat people who are going to read the conversation? Did you think about them? It's, Racists. It is the weirdest. Are they saying that only white people are thin? I mean, that's not yeah, true. Okay. See, I started doing this whole thread, and then I got halfway through it and just lost the energy. And um, <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no, it really because it wasn't worth it because she had locked down and she wasn't going to see it anyway. Yeah, so I started this down. whole thing. It's like, woo, look at all this white supremacy, you know, from the peak of when Europe was uh, um, homogenous yeah. and during the Renaissance. And so I took all the pictures of all the Rubenesque women. This hot women, yes. I, and, if they and, were uh, thick and heavy. Yeah, all, and all the paintings of, you know, and just, I, I had like a dozen of them. I just went out, fuck it. It's, forget it, because she doesn't care. It's about, it's more about, and I, I come at this as someone who lost a good bit of weight. I spent my first 30 years of my life as a chubby kid, a uh, chubby adult, and then when I got to my 30s, I'm like, okay, I don't want to die by the time I'm 40, so I decided to lose weight. Um, and it, it, I, I resent what she's doing so much, because there is... There is a lot of animosity when in society we are being told, well, we have to accept fat people or ugly people or it doesn't matter. When you're told that you're wrong if you don't find this person attractive, you're alienating these people anyway. So there's already kind of this predisposition not to be attracted to heavier people. I mean, this is not to be mean because I was one. I am one still. I'm definitely not skinny. Um, But to perpetuate the idea that, well, it's – it's their fault they don't find you attractive because they're racist. And that is so fucking stupid. It is not. And it is not helping people who are feeling ugly about who they are or having trouble with who they are. It, it is feeding a cycle of destruction when you tell someone, well, you're fat, but it's not your fault. Or you're fat, but you know it's this other guy's fault. Or it's white supremacy. It doesn't help anybody. And so this drives me crazy. It's like what they did with Cosmopolitan when they're like, this is healthy. And this woman is like, you know, probably a size 28. This is not, this is not helping women who are a size 28 because people are, oh, she's going to die and diabetes and high blood pressure. And, oh, she's so gross. You know, this does not help women who are heavy because it really ends up making them a target. And I'm not saying men don't get targeted as well, but they, this really was about – the whole day when this came out was how can we talk about how gross big women are? And it didn't help, right? No. This is the same shit that's happening here. And when I tried to tell her, and of course she ignored me and then she locked down, was it's not about thin. It's about healthy. And you know, I'm not what this, this society would call thin. Thin for me in a good day is a 12, man. I mean that is just the reality of how I'm built. And I was trying to help her understand this and, you know, that it's not about white supremacy. It's not about, you know, evil magazines. It's about we have to find who we are and own who we are and be healthy. And that's what the key is. And she just didn't want to hear that. So I get on my soapbox and I'm sorry. I've been doing this so long. Um, It's been almost 16, 17 years ago that I dropped almost 90 pounds. So I still get all kind of worked up when I see this crap, and I still struggle. There are times when I put on 20 and take off 20 and put 30 on and take off 10 because this is reality. And as you get older, ladies, I'm sorry, it just happens. 
But the, this narrative that, well, we should be blaming society for our fat ass. No, my ass was fat because I ate my feelings and I didn't know how to be healthy. I figured it out. That's what we do for each other. We don't blame white supremacy, which makes these people a target anyway. So it was the dumbest thing. It's like anti-racist, anti-fattist. It is so dumb. Just accept It's like that lookism um, thing we talked about yeah, a couple of weeks just, ago. Just, you know, just sh- okay. Stop blaming society for your problems. If you are unable to lose weight, yes. I, I feel for you. I, I you know, Been so, there. um, you know, I don't really care. It's not like I'm sitting there going, who fatty boom, No, I don't care. <laughs> you know, it, it, it if you are at your, where you are comfortable and healthy. Yeah. Great. Good. You know what? If you can at least like walk a half mile, a mile without dropping fucking dead, you know, awesome. And you know, it's like a lot of people, you know, complain about ex smokers too. I don't care if you smoke, I would rather be smoking. I choose not to. Well, not really. Too. Anyway, I, I decided to do that for myself. Yeah, but, you know, it's like you know, I would fucking love a cigarette right now. But beat you I, with a stick if you do yeah. that. But, yeah. No, and yeah. I, it's a great point. And it's just nobody's telling these women they have to be thin. But pretending that white supremacy is why they're fat and why people don't find them attractive hurts them more than anything else. Because then people begin resenting these people even more because they're being told, well, if you don't find them attractive, you're a white supremacist. It's kind of like with the whole trans argument and that you know, trans women get angry because straight men don't want to have sex with them because they have a penis. I mean, it's, yes. it's not, I'm not anti-trans. I'm just not attracted to men. You know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, have you had your plumbing adjusted yet? Because if you haven't, you're still a dude. You're a dude, you're so, a penis, and um, I don't like penis, and that's okay. Yeah. It's not that I'm anti-trans, I just am not attracted to a man. Yeah. And I, I don't know how we get back from this place, and wow. that is what makes me crazy is because really for me, if this had been going on when I first decided I was going to lose weight, I would never have done it because I would have been ashamed and embarrassed to be somebody working out in a gym because, you know, someone's, oh, look, you know, I better find her attractive or I'm a white supremacist. I mean, it's stupid. I worked my ass off. But I would not have done that if there had been this huge narrative that people have to accept me. People don't have to accept you if you're fat or skinny or any of it. There's no, there's nothing written that anybody has to accept anybody else. And the no, idea that we have to is what's creating all these identity politics and this social justice bullshit that is destroying our ability to connect and not be divided. So See, and, here's, and here's where the narrative falls apart. You nailed it right on the head right there when you said accept. I don't accept anybody. I tolerate them, but I don't accept anyone. I don't have to. I just, you know what? I, <laughs> it's that whole pack <laughs> animal. You, if you watch two dogs, like they either tolerate each other or they kill each other. Right. There's no middle ground. There's no accepting the other no. dog. No. There's, you tolerate it. You tolerate its presence. And yeah. if it goes near your food, you're killing it. Yeah. So the... We are still pack animals, people. We are. And every night when my corgi gets in bed and, re- and insists that he's going to lay on my legs or my husband's legs, I am reminded that we are pack animals. This is yes. absolutely true. <laughs> and you tolerate it. Yes, because I love him. And that's right. okay. And yeah, and he's really cute when he snores. But um, yeah. So that, that was one of those things. And it was first thing this morning. And so I you know, got distracted like I always do. But in the back of my head all day, I'm thinking about, I can't wait to get on the air tonight because I've got to talk about this. Because I, I don't like one side feeling like they have to accept and the other side feeling like, well, they don't accept me because X. No, this is, is just cry bullying. It is, and it's it's another way to divide people. You know, now we now it's not enough to say this race is bad. Now, or the sex is bad. Now it's we have to focus on if you're fat or thin. Is it going to become a disability thing? You know, is that what we're going to go next? Well, you have to accept this person's disability or your white supremacist. I mean, it's just we've forgotten what it is to be normal that these are normal and natural parts of a human condition, being heavy, being thin, having a disability. And we're so focused on putting these people in boxes based on these things that we're losing our ability to just be. And I'll get off my soapbox now. But that, you know, strikes No, we're not losing our ability. They are. Well, it feels like it. And it feels like if you say, hey, I I don't believe what you're saying is correct. Are you fat shaming? Well, no, I was a, I've got a chubby ass. I'm not fat shaming anybody. I'm just saying this doesn't help. 
And it, it's like, well, you must be a racist. Like, Bree Newsom wrote this entire thread today about how the United States is being set up to be an apartheid state. Because we just learned this word. This I is know. gerrymandering. This is <laughs> apartheid I, is the new fascism. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she talks about how we're blocking the, the vote and we're making sure they can't go out and protest and that we're because we are a white minority who's afraid of a what is it a person I, of color majority first, I, first anyway. I have questions about her math because america is still 60 percent white yeah she's kind of off on her math but the whole point was that the pandemic they used the pandemic to shut down all these small businesses and so that they're gonna you know put the they want to put it was like genocide and apartheid and i'm like are you on crack it was the silliest thing but that's where we are. We have gone past the days of if you don't like Obama, you are racist to white people want genocide to stay in power. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't even no. know how to respond to that. I'm just like, are you, what? Huh? No. No. Bree, Bree is just, she's just a race baiting piece of shit. So I get she's Tariq Nasheed with slightly a little bit more gravitas, but not by much. So I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really worry about. I mean, what has she got? Two hundred thousand followers. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But enough. So Joy, Joy Reid was like, "Oh my God, speech preach, sister." I'm like, "Oh Lord!" And I That's found Joy Reid. I mean, she's Joy homophobic Reed. as fuck, and she thinks that time traveling hackers adjusted her blog. So Joy Reid has blocked Twitchy, and I didn't realize it. <laughs> that was really funny. I'm like, "Wait, there's another one. Party on!" All right. I think we should take a break because I got rambling and it's like 9.31. We're supposed to take okay. a break at 9.30. It's only We're 6.30. Are you from the future? I am. I'm a time-traveling hacker. I was going to Could you give me the lotto numbers? I'm going to give you homophobic stuff on your blog. Okay, we're going to be right back, so stay put. We have a, a two-minute break or something, so we'll be right back. Listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive rate shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a rate shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Sesame Ginger Glaze Chicken Signature Wrap. How would you like it? I'll take a... Sports announcer at home? Yeah, how'd you... We just know. My wife picks up the new signature wrap. It's got double the rotisserie-style chicken mixed with a sesame ginger glaze. She appears annoyed at me, but she shrugs it off. Those sweet and savory flavors are calling her name. She lifts the wrap and... She takes the bite! Incredible! And now she's closing the door on my... Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Double meat based on average six-inch sub. I'm little teapot, short and stout. 
Here is my handle and here is my spell. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com. Thank you for staying. But you are here with us at FUBAR on Monday night here on Kayla Run Radio. And with me, as always, is the Amish guy, Ordy. Ordy. Like that we're going to go anywhere else. (laughs) You know what? I might. You never know after that break. Um, But no, we are back. And I do have my list of stuff. Do you want to go through my list or do you have other stuff? Because I feel like I've been talking. We we actually, I mean, aside from. Well, you know what? That's even on your list, too. So that's okay, because I only had a couple things I wanted to hit on tonight. We've already gone through that. Mm. So I got one more thing, but that's all part of what you want to talk about anyway. So let's roll with your list. Okay, so I want to talk about the whole Trump pant thing. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) So Saturday, President Trump went and spoke at North Carolina, and I don't really remember what he was speaking about. To be fair, I didn't even pay attention. The only reason I know he was there is because as a twitchy editor, Sunday morning, I wake up and it's trending. His pants are trending. And they're talking about that the president wet himself, was wearing a diaper, and had put his pants on backwards. And they had a video of this where you look, look at it and it looks like he's not wearing any zipper on his pants. So my first thought, of course, was they do make tailored pants without a zipper that are linen. And if you're traveling or it's hot, you know, a lot of older men, and let's face it, Trump is in his 70s, they wear these pants. They're a lot more comfortable. So my first thought was these are tailored pants without a zipper. Go fuck yourself. You're insane. Well, then yeah, this, they're classy sweats. Fuck They off. are. Eat a dick. So then this other guy, Dylan Reeve, who is no fan of Trump because then, of course, he, you know, he defends the whole idea – he debunks it, and then he shares a picture of Trump as a centaur, which I thought was kind of cool. But what, anyway, uh, what he does is he looks at the footage, and then he looks at other footage from like Fox, and then a Getty image. And what it looks like is that the president's pants were actually did have a zipper on them, but with the lighting and the compression, that it was hard to see in that one bit of video footage they were sharing. Now, this was really a stupid thing to even talk about. And then they were they were so. Th- like they were so happy with themselves that they would come up with this idea that Trump put his pants on backwards that they didn't realize that they were the jackasses who spent eight hours staring at Trump's crotch. So it was okay. This is what I'm going to talk about first thing Sunday morning is Trump, yeah, President Trump and his crotch. So your job is weird, but I mean seriously, no. I mean, <laughs> if if you if you saw social media this weekend, then you you saw them. You saw the left basically go Zapruder film on Trump's junk. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and it's like, okay, so it's back and to the left, back and to the left. And it just, it's like, I couldn't believe, you know, it's like, you guys are, are so desperate for Trump that you spent eight hours basically telling everyone that he's got a 40 pound dick. It was it's just wrapped around. It, it looks like another ass. I mean, what, some of the best memes were like from Spaceballs. It's like, how come nobody told me my ass was this big? You got my head on backwards. But. President Scrooge. And that did yeah. trend. But then they were, it was like I, Trump pants was trending. And I thought, what the hell? And I go, look, I'm like, what is wrong with these people? I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of Biden. 
And if when he falls up or down the stairs, to be honest, I felt sorry for him. I would not oh, sit nice. and yeah, you know, I would not sit though and stare at Joe Biden's crotch. I mean, this is just weird. I don't understand this obsession with hating somebody so much that you would spend. I mean, this was overnight. I don't even spend that much time spending staring at somebody's crotch that I like. I mean, right? Hello. This, well, I might. No, I'm just kidding. But the whole point is, why would you? They don't understand that this is obsessive and creepy and weird. And they're so wrapped up in saying, oh, Trump is too stupid to put his pants on in the right way. I'm like, no, you dackass, look at the picture. And you're the one looking at his ass and his crotch. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, it makes my head hurt. I just don't understand that obsession. Even when, like, Obama was president, you know, they like to talk about how we had a fit over his tan suit. I don't remember anybody having a fit. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it's like during that time, I spent a lot of time traveling. And I was listening to Glenn Beck, Will Cow, Buck Sexton all day long. Sure. And not once did I ever hear about the tan fucking suit until I got on Twitter after Obama was had been president. And I'm like, what was that about? I mean, I used to listen to a lot of talk radio. And, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, the blue dress. Right. Yeah. The blue dress. But this was... This was there. Well, you guys made fun of, of Obama's suit. Blah blah blah. No, we really didn't. We didn't give a shit about his dumb suit. We were not nearly as obsessed as you are with Trump's junk, which is the weirdest damn thing I think I've seen yet. They are so desperate for something to talk about that's not Biden, because Biden is really a disaster, and Kamala is a disaster. Did you see the stuff with Guatemala? Oh Jesus! Oh my! Oh my God! She goes. She Wait, goes, hang on, hang on. Before she even what? got to Guatemala. Yes. Or cookies. <laughs> she handed out cookies on the plane. Now uh, her no face. She she handed out the cookies. Not flight attendants. Not staff. She personally handed them out. A cookie of Kamala yes. with no face. No face. <laughs> and, yeah, I saw a tweet about it. It's like if, if this would be like a bit on Veep. Where, you know, they keep accusing her of not standing for anything, so they couldn't, like, actually give her a facial expression one way or the other. <laughs> it, it was kind of like, you know, it just, oh, my God, it, it was so cringe. But the way that the reporters were talking about it, too, it's like, all I can say is, did you squee? You squeed, didn't you? It was creepy. And then she gets to Guatemala, and there's signs up about how Trump won. Go home, Kamala. <laughs> Stop funding criminals. All of this was up when she gets there. Right. And then she gets up in front of the Guatemalan, uh, the Guatemalan migrants and tells them, don't come to America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? So she says, you know, it's very dangerous track, and... We have laws to protect our land, and we as Americans will enforce these laws, which I was shocked to hear her say. Um, and then she said, do not come. Do not come. She says it twice. Um, so can you imagine, like, when Trump said these things, they are xenophobe and racist and he's terrible and Nazi Hitler guy. And they're like, oh, this is what she says. And it's like this whole new way of reporting it. And I don't know. Not a good yeah, well, I mean, it's you know, do not come is not something that Kamala is used to. Ah, ah, I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Somebody had to. Well, Somebody had to make the obvious joke. You weren't doing it, so I, I had to do it. But I was trying to make the obvious joke without making the obvious joke. Well, Let's see. Well, well, subtle. I don't know. Yeah, so do not come. But anyway, um, yeah, so if that had been Trump, you know, even the whole shithole country and yeah no yeah. and that's you know if it wasn't for double standards they'd have no standards at all right, i mean right, it's, right. Yeah. It's, i mean really no it's what they do it's just <sighs> so tiresome <laughs> what else would we talk about if they weren't doing that yeah that's true oh gee the economy's just... up again god i'm tired of all this winning <laughs> <laughs> damn it i wish my taxes would i go miss up. all that fucking winning I right really... it's funny because when before he won, and it was like, oh, God, Trump is awful. And then, like, it was really good for four years. <laughs> and now we have this, like, man, I miss bitching about the mean tweets. I just, this is bad. <laughs> I miss saying, God, stop talking. Just do. Just shut up. Don't tweet again. But now I'm like, please, let him tweet. You know, he can't be back yeah, on Facebook. And it's, like MD, it's like MDC in the chat. Not only did the cookies have one pearl necklace, it had two. Oh, my God. They're going to get letters. Chat is going to get Chat's letters. Chat's getting letters. Yeah. 
Um, now you did hear also that Facebook has basically told Trump he's banned for two years. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and that was, I mean, <laughs> obviously calculated because oh, you're banned for two years, so that means that you know, and we're going to put that in stone. So that means that you can't run for House or Senate or the be the starts of a presidential campaign and use Facebook. But the thing is, if he decides he's going to run, that he won't need Facebook. No. And the fact that he can't use Facebook is only going to help him. It's kind of like, not to go back to Rebecca Jones, but I have to, because DeSantis had released a statement basically saying that he was okay with her being suspended. And he was much smarter than I'm going to be. But basically it was, she acted like a, you know, fuck around, find out. That's basically what he said. And I'm like, no, this is a huge mistake for you, Ron. You really need to come out and say, I am anti-censorship. I passed this law. Um... I think she should be reinstated. Plus, it makes her look like a huge asshole because he supports her being on there. When he supports her being censored, it makes it look like he's glad she can't say anything anymore. Sure. So what that's basically what they're doing with Trump. Well, you can't be on Facebook. Well, fuck Facebook then. I'll do my own thing. And that he can't be on Facebook will be a powerful tool for him. This whole idea of him being House Speaker is probably the funniest damn thing and I remember joking about this a few, maybe a couple months ago, um, but someone suggested it to him, and I don't, it was not his idea, but they said, you should do this. And he said, well, that's an idea, that's something I could do, and um, if he was Speaker of the House, he would impeach Biden, he could impeach Kamala, <laughs> and guess who's president again? Right. <laughs> it was hilarious, and, you know, he could, he, he could go to Wyoming, he could run against Liz Cheney, he could beat Liz, <laughs> and... There you go. <laughs> sure. Like, oh, my God. Can you imagine the shit that that people would throw if he was the Speaker of the House? Yeah. I... Oh, my God. <laughs> and they can't really. What are you going to do? Censor him? Oh. <laughs> like, right. Big fucking deal. Oh, my God. It's just this whole. I think DeSantis could do great. Um, and But there are still people who really want Trump to run. And if Trump somehow gets the nomination, I, of course, would support him because. More than we do. I mean, the. Or Tim Acosta, because now they have nobody to talk about. So they're still talking about him, and there's nothing really there. So it's just, it's pathetic and sad. So the whole Trump pant thing just reminded me of how desperate. Why they can't let him go. They can't quit him. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, and you know, it's like, you know, and we we say it every day. He's been gone for six months. Let it go. Move on. He doesn't care about you anymore. Yeah. He was never that into you. He's never that. I've got to tell you. So we have um, all these hue bulbs in our house, so you can change in their color hues. So you can change color. We do. We use them for Halloween. Yes. So I'm in here, and at 9:40, our lights in our house all turn off because it's our house telling us the time to go to bed. Well, anyway, when I have nights, my office stays on. My husband made my lights like hot pink in my office. <laughs> <laughs> it's so distracting. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm all talking about Trump and my lights turn into this like hooker pink. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> disco ball starts spinning. Barry White's playing in the oh, background. Oh, yeah. Luckily, there's no disco ball. I do have Christmas lights in here, but my my lights are like hot, dirty pink. And it's really weird. So sorry. Anyway. No, I mean, I, I, I do the same thing. I mean, you've heard. I mean, I've, there's been a couple times a hot mic when I've come into my, you know, studio and told uh my echo dot to turn on show lighting. Oh, you have show lighting. <laughs> well, I, I dim I dim it down so that way the uh, I can read yeah, the screen better. You dim and, it you down. And you know, just kind of I get all Art Bell up in here. God, I wish I. Had... No, my weird and trying to bother me. Honestly, <laughs> it just doesn't feel right for a show. Like I should be talking about dirty things with this light on. That's what it feels like. Anyway. So, <laughs> well, is it? It's, apparently, it's Dick Week because. Oh, okay. So, wait, what? Why is yeah. it Dick Week? I've well, yeah, Dick because week? Trump pants. Trump pants. Oh. 
you know, didn't really want to mention this. This is more of a cyber chill thing, but um, yeah. Anthony Weiner is back in the news. I guess so. It is the dick show tonight. It is the dick show. So does that mean we have like the vagina show next week? Sure. Okay, cool. I'm just making a note. So next week is the vagina show, folks. Put it down okay. in your calendar. Next week is the vagina show. Okay, go ahead with your dick stuff. What it, well, what okay, so um, you, Anthony Weiner is back in the news, and oh. um, he wants to turn his sexting and his dick pic into an NFT. Huh. Yes. One. Well. Who who's gonna? I mean, who's gonna buy it? Well, he, he's. <laughs> Uh, he, <laughs> Sorry. Uh huh. No. Uh, I. This is what happens when you like, you know, after like, like Buttafuoco after his celebrity boxing thing. Yeah, he's just who? Who the fuck are you even anymore? And Wiener's the same thing. It's like you are so '90s now. Nobody cares about you. Right. You know, it's it's like you're not. You know, it's not like you, you're Tanya Harding, and you can you know sell an nft of the uh tie rod that you beat nancy kerrigan with but you know you had nancy kerrigan beat with that i'm yeah. reading through chat and i'm making sure people can hear us because there was some some folks saying we were fading in and out okay are we still fading in and out is anybody no <laughs> so maybe they missed the whole dick thing and that's oh well not. that's a shame yeah well you know what you gonna do Carlos Danger. They heard the dick thing. So yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Carlos Danger, dick pics. He dick wants picks. to turn them into an NFT. Wow. Yeah. Hard hitting news here on Fubar tonight. <laughs> We're a hard news show. Oh, okay. And thinking when you're done when you're done ranting. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Hold on. I hear already Harding. What? I don't want to know. Okay. Anyway. They can hear us, so we're good to go. Okay. Uh, yeah. sp- and speaking of dicks, here's my segue into Biden forgetting D-Day. God damn. That really? Was... Come on, guy. He was alive, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was around for it. He was a kid, but he was around. I mean, it, all we saw from him yesterday was bitching and moaning because Manchin is not going to vote for his pro-America, for America Act, or bullshit voting law that they want to pass. That's how we talked about that and like how we're moving forward and America's back on track and all the other crap and not a word about D-Day. Nothing. How can you be the commander in chief and not remember to – I mean have your people. We know Biden is not tweeting. Right. Have your people send out one little – just an image of remember and D-Day. I mean come on. Really? Anyway. Yeah. No. It... Kamala didn't say shit either. No, and that's, you know, that's the thing. I mean, that's just, it really kind of puts a, I guarantee you they're not going to miss any other obscure holiday, but D, I mean, not that D-Day was obscure, but they're not going to miss any other ones because all the shit they took for it. But by then, you know, at the barn door, you, you already fucked up. It's You're bad. not going to live that down. It no. was bad. It's it was bad. bad. It is bad. Yeah. There was really, and like they were, they were trying today, uh, Jen talking about how it wasn't it's something he holds very near and dear to his heart well he holds it so near and dear he didn't bother to talk about it or tweet about it but or have okay. a staff mention it or you know have I mean, do, we, do anything come on i mean you can schedule it. tweets for fuck's sake seriously these people tweet the dumbest ass shit for you they can at least tweet out remember d-day or the greatest generation or you know the idea that these young men were not even old enough to vote and they were you know charging the beach at normandy and we have idiots who get upset when they can't get a free cell phone. I mean, something. Right. I feel like an yeah. old lady. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> speaking, speaking of Jen Psaki. Pasaki, yes. Pasaki. That interview with Brian, uh, with Tater this weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it can, really? What, what are we getting wrong about it? Tell us what we can do better to kiss your ass, Jen. We really want to know. And so, yeah, so, Molly. <laughs> Molly Hemingway? Yeah, Molly Hemingway calls him out on it. He's all, oh, well, we're not supposed to blah, 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 uh, you know, the press secretary anymore. Dude, you basically said, step on my cube, spit in my face, and call me scum. It was so bad. I think even she was a little embarrassed. I think she knows that it's not a good look. 
for people to kiss her ass. I will give her credit. I do think she is a smart communicator. I don't think she's stupid in any regard. And I think she also can see that when they are, oh, my God, Jen, tell us what Biden's favorite color is today. You know, I think she finds that probably a bit humiliating and it makes her look like, you know, an idiot and that they don't press her or try her. I think when uh, is it Ducci off of Fox News, when he pushes her, you know, she gets kind of combative, but at least it's a real question. Right. You know, like it's not Yamish, what's your name talking about? You know, is it really hard to work for such an amazing president? Oh, you know, that's a hard question. You know, <laughs> what really? Um, but yeah, I saw that. Uh, well, and, you know, I mean, she wasn't like, I mean, she was basically the same when she was a state under Obama. Mm-hmm. And so, but at least at state, you know, they weren't giving her the softball shit. Mm-mm. You know, and, and I, I think you may be onto something there. And in the fact that she's not an idiot, she's just, I mean, she's working with what she has. And, you know, it's like she knows that she can just get, well, we'll just circle back to that. I mean, it's annoying as I find her. I, I, I don't appreciate being lied to and being pandered at and placating people. And that, I mean, I mean, but I mean, if you switch on the other shoe, on the other foot, and I'm a Democrat watching Kaylee McKenney, I'm probably having the same reaction. Kaylee's well, very smart, but I don't like that. But she never got her ass kissed like Jen is. No, no. So, even, yeah, never, not even Fox or OAN. Or any of them did. You know, one thing I noticed there was a picture of Jen this weekend, and it, it never really occurred to me where those. All of a sudden, I know she she's got she's got some nice titties. Why are you looking at her now? I never mind. I don't want to know. I know why you're looking. Yeah, but still. Great. Yeah. I'm gonna get letters. I did, I'll have to look tomorrow when I'm writing about. Now you're not gonna be able to unsee it. I'll be like, okay, now I'm looking at her titties, and I'm as bad as Ordy. This is great. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for making me as bad as you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> Just another service I provide. Yes, fart noises, BBC, and Chintasucky City. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Just not just Jens, any. Oh my god. Uh, where can people find you this week? What? Are we already done? We're five minutes out. We're five minutes out. I have to talk about my son really quick. And then we okay, can... yeah, talk about your son, please. My yes. son. So I have to talk about this. Uh, tonight, my 14-year-old son was actually helping me pick up after dinner. I know that's more shocking than anything I'm going to tell you next. Uh, but we were picking up dinner, and he's telling his older sister about how funny Ben Shapiro is. And they're having a whole side conversation away from me because I'm, you know, cleaning dishes. And I'm like, where the hell, how do you know about Ben Shapiro? And my son, who will be 14 in about a month, looks at me and says, everyone who knows who Ben Shapiro is, mom, duh. It was the most surreal crisscross of my world as what I do for a living and as a mother that I've ever had. And what's really interesting is I try so hard to keep my kids out out of politics because I don't want to influence them. I want to give them the information. If they ask me a question about the Constitution or civics or anything, I'm happy to give them those answers. But I want them to make their own choices and decisions politically because it will mean more to them rather than I'm telling them, you must believe X. So when he did this, beyond the fact that it was really, you know, this weird moment of, oh, my God, my world have crossed, I was so relieved. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, God. (laughs) Because, you know, I don't want to force them to be libertarians or conservatives. I want them to figure out that that's what makes sense. Uh, So for my son to say, yeah, he's really funny. I listen to him all the time. Holy crap. Okay, so life is good. So that was what I had to share anyway. And we're going to that's fantastic. I'll do, I'll do you do you first and then I'll do me and then I can show this out. How's that work? Well, oh, you do that you. works great. So where can people find you? Wordy? Well, thank you for asking, Sam. People can find me on Twitter as that Amish one. Number one, they can find me on minds and me. We as already Packard. They can find me coming up in about five minutes on cyber chill with our producer Lou, where we will be discussing hacker fuckery and all kinds of other things that go on in the cyber world on Wednesday. You can find me on Robinson and Wright with uh, Rick. Actually, I think it's Robinson and Horty. Now I think we've officially pulled that trigger uh, Thursday. We on juxtaposition with Rick and then back around the horn on Monday with you. Where can people find you, Sam? Well, gosh, thanks for asking, Ordy. Uh, they can find me every Monday night here on Food Bar at 9 p.m. Eastern, unless I'm doing fabulous things with fabulous people, then you probably can't. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter at Politibuddy, that's P-O-L-I-T-I-B-N-N-Y, and on a little website called twitchy.com. Okay, we are done. 
Uh, thank you for being live with us tonight, guys. We really appreciate you listening and putting up with us. It makes us a lot more fun than just talking to each other. Uh, we will be back live next Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time here on Kaler and Radio. Stay put for Cyber Chill. That's coming up in about five minutes. But until next Monday, we'll see you then. Keep your sense of humor and stay out of jail. Hail Hydra. Have you heard? Killington Resort is hiring. Need extra cash for vacation or a big purchase? Consider a part-time seasonal position to supplement your income. Looking to learn new skills? With indoor and outdoor opportunities, we can set you up for success. Need a new career? We have immediate openings for full-time work. No matter your reason, apply today with Killington and learn about our competitive wages and great resort privileges. Apply online at Killington.com or in person at the top of Killington Road. Killington is an equal opportunity employer. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.